You're listening to the Gulag Podcast with Narawans and Jay Stuns. Two things are going to be going on today. Uh, we're going to talk about this. Look it, guys. Like somebody passed away again, but this time it's for different reasons, not from COVID. Uh, Chadwick uh, Bozeman passed away at the age of 43 due to uh, colon cancer, which, by the way, impressively enough, he was going through surgeries and chemotherapy while filming all these movies that, that we're about to talk about. And I know everybody says, hey, you know what? It's, he, was the, uh, he was a Black Panther. You know, that's, that's his major role. But Jay importantly pointed out a, a thing that he had so many other roles that were uh, number one, not a, not only important to uh, uh, to his career, but they're also important to the to this uh, uh, to his story society itself and and society itself because he did speak volumes when he was uh, when he was uh, doing Jackie Robinson, which I, I, a lot of you don't don't even recognize the fact that he did do that. As yep. a, uh, a as a movie, uh, what was the what was the name of that? The movie? name of the movie was Forty Two. He played Jackie Robinson in Forty Two, and in that, you legitimately felt the pain that Jackie Robinson felt being segregated in baseball to the abuse he would take going into hotels and how the the hotel owners wouldn't allow them to stay there because he was a black uh, athlete, or how restaurants wouldn't allow, even allow them inside because he was a black athlete. There's so much pain in the character that he played in that movie that you wouldn't even be able to imagine what Jackie Robinson himself felt in that time. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's it's just so crazy because everybody's like Wakanda for, and I get it, right. That was his major, like everybody has their own niche or whatever that that's made them what they are. Right. Their defining defining role. role Black Panther was his black, Black Panther was his. But uh, a lot of you guys don't realize, um, if it wasn't for another black actor, uh, Chadwick uh, Boseman would never have started acting at all. And uh, the reason is, is Denzel Washington actually paid his scholarship for acting school when he was was young. And in fact, he talked about it in his speech. And if I can find that speech, I I will play that speech for you guys. But he did... Mentioned when they were awarding Denzel Washington a uh, a, a, a excellence award, he was the one presenting, and he he said in the speech that if it wasn't for Denzel Washington, he would have never started acting, he would have never got into acting, and he would have never had the money to pay for the scholarship because it, it it is a lot of work. A lot of people don't realize that. A lot of actors, a lot of people who are uh, uh, a lot of people who are. Uh, uh, um, Going into acting, they start off in like Broadway plays and whatever before they start acting, and it costs money. Like it's not free. It's not a free show to to go into acting. Not everybody just you know gets picked off the street or or uh, goes off the internet, becomes internet sensation, and starts acting. A lot of people do a lot of hard work and do plays and and uh, things to get themselves into acting. So he every actor has a launching point, and that's another actor and that they've witnessed do their craft and be like, you know what? I want to be like that. You know, you've had, you had Chadwick Boseman who was inspired by Denzel Washington. I'm sorry. Denzel was inspired by somebody else. No matter who you are, what you do, you were inspired by somebody else to do it. Even in, even in real life, your, your father or your grandfather or whatever could have been a sanitation worker, but you know what? 
that was your family thing. Your father was a sanitation worker because your grandfather. And sometimes you want to follow in the footsteps of your father and do the same thing. Or it could be owning a restaurant. You know, your father owned a restaurant, so you want to own a restaurant. There's always inspiration to do what you want to do. So even gaming, you could look at somebody like uh, I don't know, Ninja and be like, oh, I want to be like Ninja. There you go. You're going to be, you're going to play Fortnite, you're going to practice gaming, and you're going to try to reach the level that he's at because he was your inspiration to do what you want to do. And, and that's the thing is, is I don't understand, like, uh, we get so focused on the, on the money part, like, like people don't understand these people, a lot of these people that become successful didn't even focus on the money. Because if you do whatever you want to do for the rest of your life, the money will come with it, right? Whatever, whatever advantages comes with that comes with it. But if you're not happy, like I see, I see so many people that they go to work every day, right? You can tell they're unhappy. They don't want to be there. Throughout my whole careers and whatever, whatever jobs I did, there were, there were so many people that did that. They would come to work and they look, you look fucking miserable. You did. And then you get... And then you see these people that, you know what, they're not making the most money in the world, but they're freaking happy. And I, and, and, and the, I realized throughout, throughout my lifespan that that's, that's what you got to do. Uh, I think Gary Vee said it the best. It's like, you know what, fuck, fuck the money. The money the money's going to be there no matter what. It's, it's whatever's going to make you happy. If you're not happy doing whatever you're doing, then stop doing it. You're, you're, you're going to live in a life of misery. And when it comes time and you're on your deathbed, you're going to be sitting there talking about all the shit you wish you could do. And he even says right there in, that, in, in one of his uh, uh, talks, he goes, hey, do you want to be the person saying I wish I did or you want to be the person saying that you did shit? And I want to be the person that says I did shit. That's why I do all this shit. That's why when you see me going hard into, like you're like wondering, Nero, why are you putting yourself into YouTube and all this? Dude, I'm going hard 110% in everything that I can get myself into. Podcast, YouTube. By the way, if you guys are not able to listen to this whole thing later on, you will be able to listen to this on Anchor FM as well as Spotify. And we we're working out a deal with uh, uh, with Apple so we can get on, on iTunes too. So you can listen to podcasts later on if you miss something or, or you had to go somewhere or whatever. You had to turn it off for a second. But yeah, I mean, like that. that's honestly like... If you want to learn anything from that guy and what what he did and what he actually meant, is to go do shit that you love, man. I mean, he wasn't. Expe- I don't think he was ever expecting to be to be where he was or the Black Panther. You don't ex- ever expect that shit in life, right? I mean, even if you take the Black Panther out of the equation, right? You take old Marvel out of the equation. You look at the roles he did, right? He played Jackie Robinson, an important historical figure. Right. He played James Brown in the movie Get On Up, another historical figure. He played uh, Thurgood Marshall in the Mar- in the movie Marshall about the first uh, ever African-American Supreme uh, Court justice. Another important figure. He played a character named Vontae Mack in a movie called Draft Day with Kevin Costner, where Kevin Costner was the general manager of the Cleveland Browns. And he had to run the draft for, you know, Cleveland draft the players that he wanted to. And he had in his gut who he wanted to draft and the person was Vontae Mack. And the reason... Vontae Mack played as hard as he did, and he wanted to become a number one pick, was to take care of his family because his sister had passed away, and he wanted the money he could to take care of her sons and his family for the rest of their life. So every role he played one way or another had some sort of a family aspect or an importance to it. And if you look at there, some people that when they do movies, they do like a waste character or whatever. From what I could see with this guy, every role this guy took 
had some sort of importance to it, whether it was a family aspect or a historical figure aspect. He was always he's he's got probably got one of the most impressive resumes I've seen as far as movies wise. And I know, and he doesn't get the credit like you know everybody always says Black Panther, Black Panther. But I mean, now that you you've heard of these other movies, go look at these other movies and see what he what else he's he's done. Because the guy was on a soap opera for Christ's sake. He was on All My Children. He was on a soap opera in 1970. Yeah, he's like, a dude was a legit soap opera guy. Yeah, I'm, well, that's why I said a lot of people they start off from from doing like plays on on like Broadway and stuff to doing like soap operas and and yeah. uh, and doing like uh, uh, you know sitcoms and television stuff, and then they go into the movie stuff. So which is, which is interesting. I mean, like w- w- comparatively here in in the U.S., you know that that uh, that dream that we sell people about about how how the Hollywood you know. Hollywood hit could be in an instant like that, like you or anybody else can be a, a Hollywood hit in an instant. It's it, it's a lot of BS. There's a lot of hard work that goes into it, and, and you know your your ego. If you have a if you have a big ego, is gonna is is gonna crack in that. I'm I'm just letting you know because I auditioned, I did some commercial work, and I and I auditioned for stuff. And auditions are like, dude, when I used to go into auditions. You know, yeah, they have all the craft services and everything there, and you know, they give you your script, and then you have to read over the script. But they don't. There's not a lot of guidance in, in any of that stuff. I remember my agent at that time got me all these stupid commercial auditions, and you know, they would they tell me, "Oh yeah, well, you know, we want you." That's why I do all these different accents is because they want you to have a different accent for this. They want you to t- to say it this way. It's it's really interesting, and, and it's like that all over the world because you know I I've seen other people audition in other parts of the world, and and it's like it's not easy. It's not easy, and it, it will break your ego. You know, so I'll even I'll even do you one better with Chad Bozeman, right? He produced or co-produced or executively produced six films, right? They might not have been full films, but they were short films or whatever. He, okay. he produced one way or another six films, right? He wrote and produced. No, I'm sorry. He directed and produced a movie called Heaven, and he directed, produced, and wrote the short film Blood Over a Broken Pawn. So this dude wasn't only an actor; he did literally everything there was. Screenplay. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people. A lot of people who who enjoy that craft. Um, and I give you guys credit. Because you know, like I, I'll be honest with you, I want to I want to write a a, a screenplay and, and and write a uh, write a movie, you know, script to a movie like that. It is a lot of time. My uh, my manager does that. My agent that, that does all my stuff, he does that stuff, and that's where I met him. Was uh, was over there when I used to when I used to work for TV stations. And they used to send us to LA. Uh, and I give you guys credit because that that writing that you guys have to do. To, to write a backstory, to write a uh, to write the the individual characters to the T, because you have to be specific. Like every time I ever got in a script, it was always specific. What they want, what they were looking for, what your background story is. To write all that stuff out and to do the to do those things and, and actually make a short movie because I've I've done a couple short movies where we've made them and filmed in 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 L. A. I, I give you guys credit because those were like. 18-hour workdays, and I was just doing a couple scenes in that in that thing. To do that stuff over and over, that, that's freaking amazing. Like, the, the amount of work that you guys don't realize when you go to these film festivals or or whatever, the amount of work that has to go in, and, you know, they're not they're not making the, the box office million-dollar, billion-dollar uh, things on there. Uh, and, in fact, it's interesting. I was watching, uh, I, I got an email 
for uh, something my agent sent me. He's, Netflix is looking for writers to do their next couple of uh, movies. So if you're interested in writing, they're they literally these people. Netflix is is so interested in getting the new fresh perspective on uh, on like people's takes on things that they're willing to uh they're they're paying you to they're gonna pay for you to go with these script writers write down your ideas and they'll write it out on a script for you because it is hard that's how hard it is to write a script is that they're 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 gonna help you write the uh write the script and the background story for everybody because that's how hard it is it's not an easy task it's not something that that uh that is that is easy by any means, and, and and like I said, I give you guys full credit. I mean, I used to complain when I used to sit uh, sit out there doing these these uh, movies and have to read the script over and over and just sit there for like eighteen hours until your scene's ready or whatever. It's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. It's a lot of hours. You, your call time, shit. My call times were like six a.m. and we wouldn't get done till till like ten at night. So it's 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 a real interesting uh, uh, take. If you've never if you've never been in a you know, in the in the entertainment industry, it's it's a lot of work to do to do all these things. Uh, and the same thing uh, when you're when you're a streamer, you, you think this this shit's easy at all to do any of this stuff. This is a lot of work. There's a lot of background work that Jay Stuns does to do to do those uh, Friday night custom games. There's a lot of work uh, to to do and produce these these uh, podcasts. So if you think in any way, shape, or form that this stuff is easy or any way, I, I gave you full privilege to come in here and try to do the, the stuff that we do. Because this is not easy. A lot of video editing, my YouTube stuff, that's that's hours. And I will show you. are gonna. By the way, new vlogs coming out real soon. I think in, by tonight it will be up. I'm showing what time I, I've actually been editing at like 4 in the morning, still editing videos. So... It's gonna. It's it's a real. It's a real interesting thing, <clears throat> you know, because that guy did work really hard and and was filming. I know one of the things he was filming. He was filming the end game between surgeries and and uh, chemotherapy. And if you guys have never had anybody in your family that's that's had uh, cancer, I've had uh, several people. It's not fun. It is not fun. Chemotherapy is not fun. Um, the surgeries are not fun, uh, and the overall process of, uh, of watching him try to recover for, for, from this is not fun. Uh, this man went through all that, plus was still filming the end game at that time. Filmed several movies during his whole project, because I think he's had cancer for like, what, four years or six years? I think it was 2016, if I remember. So he, he's, had, he's had cancer for a while, and he's been battling it, and he was yet... Through all that stuff, he was still uh, he was still filming. Uh, I, will, I will tell you this: anybody that hasn't, you owe it. You're, you owe it to yourself. You owe it to if you're a fan of Chadwick Boseman, you owe it to yourself to check out. Get on up, forty two, and draft day. And if you even want to go a little step further, Gods of Egypt. He was in that one as well, and I believe his name was Thoth in that one. Those four movies, you want to check those out because those are amazing movies. Don't get me wrong. Draft day might be a little bit boring because it's about the NFL and being a commit, you know, a general manager and drafting and blah 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 and all that stuff. But the roles that Chadwick Boseman plays in all four of those movies are absolutely phenomenal. Obviously, we all know he was amazing in the Marvel movies, whether it was Civil War being introduced as the Black Panther, or Infinity War, or Endgame, or the Black Panther movie itself. All that you just you owe it to yourself to check out these other movies, 
even if you're just doing it for him. Uh, if he was a big, if he was somebody that touched your life in a big way, you owe it to yourself to check out these movies. And you know, and the, and, and I'm sure in the in, in the uh, uh, African American community, he, that was a big a big uh, thing for them because you didn't like necessarily see that being pro. You know, especially especially in the superhero category, we have to admit in the superhero category, we we've been limited to so many things, right? We've had the We've had Batman, Spider-Man, Superman, Wonder Woman. Then we started getting creative. We started doing uh, uh, Aquaman and uh, uh, all Black that stuff. Adam. Yeah. Uh, Green Lantern. I mean, but, you know. Shazam. You know, that's why That's why I we get it. It's, it's, it's important historically because it was the first uh, uh, person uh, uh, of color to be officially kind of put into the into that marvel uh uh world yeah, uh, soon after with dc they came out with black lightning yeah so it's been it's been a it's been an interesting thing and i and i get why it's so like it's so impactful to people that 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 happened and it, it, it's a, it's a sad thing don't get me wrong it's it's a very sad thing uh just going through that that whole that horror whole ordeal and and i i gotta give them credit like to be in that to be in that kind of uh, situation uh, and still be able to f- to to film stuff and and I'm pretty sure he did some of his stunts on on uh, all, all those probably. Marvel movies, right? With will, yeah, probably. And I will say that I know a lot of people that after they get chemo, they are exhausted. Oh yeah, beyond tired, mentally, physically, emotionally drained. Yep. And this man basically said, "Screw it, I'm going to work." Even feeling like complete caca, the man went to work and did his thing. Did and his, you know what? Rest in peace, my man. Rest in peace. And, 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 and the weird thing is, is a lot of people didn't even know. <coughs> that's, that's, I didn't even know. Like when I, I, I forgot what we were playing. It might have been customs. I don't even remember. Yeah, we were playing customs. That's when. And that's somebody when we was like, out. "Oh, Chadwick Boseman." I'm like, "Get the hell out of here!" Like, no, he really. I'm like, and I looked it up and see he died of colon cancer. I'm like, no way. And apparently, he had it from 2016. I didn't know. As far as I knew, he was, you know, just a healthy actor. I didn't know nothing, but you know, that's you know. I mean, that's that's the impact, though. The the that's 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 the thing. Will you'll never know. That's one of the that's like one of the weird mysteries, and and I posted something about that. It's it's about you know, you, we could sit there and, and and make all the judgment calls we we want in life, and 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 hope we did the right thing. But we'll never, 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 ever know if we're if we're actually doing the right thing. That's why whatever in your heart makes you fucking happy, go do that shit. Like I, I that's that's the thing I don't understand. It, it, is so many people choose their their wealth over their happiness and their health, and I, 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 to to this day, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Why you would choose wealth and and you know, yeah, I get it whatever right but do you really need all that fancy shit because when they bury your ass six feet under you're poor you, you, you don't you look at this guy uh what's this what's this dude's name uh this guru guy sat sandu San, sandu anyways i i i watch his stuff on on youtube he made a very good point we go into this world with absolutely nothing right there's zero investment when you come in this world. 
So all this shit, all this money, all these fancy cars and all these watches and shit and these houses that you that you uh, uh, get. At the end of the day, when when it's time to go and hey, I, I, I hate to break it to you, right? I wish I wish. Uh, well, I don't know. The world's kind of sinking itself in a hole right now. But I wish, you know, some, a part of me wishes to, to, to see the rest of the to, to see the rest of life until <laughs> until you know whenever but the the reality of it is is that we're we're not going to be here forever and all that shit you've ever collected that don't mean shit that don't mean shit if you're materialistic and you're that's what your thought is is you just want you just want the the biggest house and the biggest fucking car and the biggest plane it's all it's all gonna it's all you gonna need to rearrange your life yeah you really do you need to rearrange your 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 priorities, because if you're not doing shit that makes you happy, right, and 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 do shit to to keep yourself, uh, you know, especially through these trying times like the, this, COVID nineteen is really, really mess with people's mental health, uh-huh. because a lot of you guys have been isolated. A lot of you guys have all that stuff that that was normal to us, like going out to the to to a bar, going out to a restaurant, and hanging out with people. It's all gone. I mean, people well, I are still. I fell victim to it. Yeah, it's it, it's it's happened to everybody. Where you I, just I, I went too far. You know, I I was losing my mind. Yeah, it's, it it happens to everybody, and it's yeah. and, and it, there's nothing wrong with it. It happens. It's called isolation. That's why that's why when jails want to mess with you, right? When you're in prison, they isolate you. Because if you want the biggest thing to to ever mess with your mental health is to to, to be isolated, mm-hmm. but. <clears throat> you know, we got to take this time because this I call this personally a reality check. It's a reality check that we were doing way too much, right? And our all of our priorities as a as a human race were all screwed up. And you know, you can you can disagree with me and tell me that it's wrong, but I think this is a reality check for us to to start realizing what's important around you. And if those things like cars and, and whatever, dude, like it's cool to have, right? It's cool to have the nicest car. It's cool to have the, the uh, you know, the biggest house or whatever. But at the end of the day, when it's time to go and that plug's going to get pulled, you can't take that stuff. No one's going to bury you in a house. You're going to live your life with no substance. Exactly. You know, if you don't go try new shit every day, like, I I have problems with people that don't that tell me that they're scared to go do shit. Like, what is your biggest fear? The fear of failure? No. The fear of failure? What 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 is your biggest fear? The fear? Who cares if you failed? One opinion counts in your life, and that's your own. Dude, like, I don't I don't get why so many people are are like are worried about people's opinions on like social media. Cause uh, you're a big believer in this, Jay. Fuck everybody. You know what it is? It's not only just fuck everybody. It's people that believe they have more power than they actually do. Like, I I get it. Celebrities, musicians, sports stars, all these people are sitting there sending political messages over Twitter saying, if you're a fan of mine, vote for this person. Or if you don't, if you vote for this person, you're not right. You know, stand with me. You're a human being just like everybody else. Your money and your career got to your head. 
I'll tell you right now, me, Narrow, anybody in this chat right now, we are no different than Taylor Swift. We are no different than LeBron James. They may have more skill in certain things than we do, but we are no different. So you have no right to push your political views on anybody. And you can't sit there and say, if you're a fan of mine, vote for this person because you're taking away people's free will. By saying, oh, if because there are people dumb enough out there will be like, oh, if I don't vote for this person, that means I'm not a fan of LeBron James. Or if I don't do this, I'm not a fan of Taylor Swift. Stop being a fucking moron. Live your own life. Make your own choices. doesn't matter who you vote for politically. I don't care if it's Trump. I don't care if it's Biden. I don't care what kind of supporter you are. I, if you're my friend, you're my friend. I don't care who you vote for. I don't care what your political views are because, frankly, I'm tired of it. But... We are no different than any sports star or celebrity out there. That's the bottom line. Everybody's a human being when they're born. Everybody's a human being when they die. That's true. Well, because you get buried in a fancier casket, you think that gives you the right to say anything? Nah. That's true. You, you still you still go into the same round, the same ground we do. That's it. Exactly. And that and that's the thing I don't understand. And 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 the thing I don't understand is is people need to stop fearing for shit that they think they're gonna fail in. You guys got to put yourself out of the box. Take yourself out of this. We're, we're, we've already been put in the box for so long. How many months has it been? It's been like, what, seven months, eight At months least. now? You guys you guys got to take yourself and take yourself out of the box. Put yourself in a situation that well, makes you. Sure. Yeah, it had to be around February, maybe yeah. beginning of March that everything yeah. happened. Yeah. Even before that, it was like it was like the first week of February. Yep. Shit started going down already, right? You guys have been put in a box for so long. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and you're telling me because you don't have a job because of this because I heard, I heard all sorts of this shit, these last couple these last couple months. I'm I, I I'm drinking because I don't got a job. I'm I'm depressed because I don't got this. But people before you, people before you, have made it through bigger things. The the fucking Great Depression, the Spanish flu. They've, they got out of that adverse and created all the stuff we have today. So if you're telling me that you guys are, uh, you know, because of this, because of that, then you're only fooling yourself. There's so many opportunities that you can create for yourself that you could do. That's why, good example, Nero. Why, why is Nero going to YouTube so hard? Because I want to open myself up to different avenues and, and 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 make it so that if, let's say Twitch doesn't exist tomorrow, we have another avenue to put ourselves into. And it's not like I'm streaming on YouTube, but I'm putting my egg, I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket. Because if something fails tomorrow, right, that's why Nero put himself into this podcast. If you want to know why we went so hard into this podcast... That's exactly why, is because I don't want to put my eggs in all in one basket. This podcast can be sustainable on Spotify, Anchor FM, which you guys will be able to listen to it on there, and pretty soon on iTunes. So I want you guys to to realize that it's not because I want to stretch myself thin, which is you know, it's just one of the byproducts of what's happening. Yeah, I'm editing to like four or five in the morning. Yeah, like tonight. I'm gonna take this podcast and I had to I had to retranslate it into into Anchor FM so that people can listen it on there, and then they're gonna retranslate it to Spotify. 
But the reason that we do that is because when shit like this happens and tragedies happens and, and companies close, companies can't, can't sustain themselves anymore, we got another way to make, to make money. We got another way to make money. And if you guys don't realize that, wow, to David unfriended you. That's, that's messed up. You see that? I just saw that in chat. That's fine. Damn. Damn, David. That's messed up, man. That is messed up. But, I mean, that's that's the thing is you guys, instead of us feeling far sorry for ourselves, which can only take us so far, we got to start taking ourselves and, and start reinventing what it is that you that you want to do what it is and if you think it's stopping here it's not there's going to be a long there's going to once we can start traveling again there's going to be a long hiatus of narrow on on twitch because narrow is going to start traveling and doing vlogs from from abroad that's yeah, that I is think, the plan i think the last thing i'm going to say about chadwick boseman is i don't think he would want his lasting thing to be wakanda forever i think if you look at everything he's done I think his line would probably be passion forever. It is everything he did. He had his passion in. So I, I, I will never. I don't. I mean, if you want to say Wakanda forever, fine. What I, I get it. But you really, when it comes to Chadwick Boseman, you should be saying passion forever because that's what he was to do. Was passionate about everything he did. It's true. It is true. It is true. And uh, you know, if you, if there's anything you can learn from him, is is I think he did what he loved. Every day of his life, yeah. up until the end. So, that's if, if there's one thing you could ever do in life is just do what it is you love. Don't do it because you 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 know. And I, and I get it. You need money to live. I got you. And sometimes you have to do things that are la things that are not in your with, with what you want to do, just to make money. And I get that. That's fine. But at the end of the day, you know, you gotta you gotta stop making yourself unhappy with all that shit. You can only do that shit for so long, and you gotta if if this is if there's something that you really wanted to go do, I would go do it. I I would go do it. 